Fantastic. So welcome to week 24 of the Naturally Healthy Clubs. This is a late session. And today we're going to be talking about how to navigate derailments. And we're going to recap lessons from the scale. And I wanted to start this with a quote. I think it's from Napoleon Hill who wrote Think and Grow Rich, but it might be from Brian Tracy. And it's how you think when you lose determines how long it will be before you win. And so how you think when you lose will determine how long you it will be before you win. And I love this idea to remind ourselves, like whenever we have a derailment, whenever we have a failure or something doesn't go according to plan, that in those moments, how we respond to the failure, it's actually like has a huge impact on the result of the failure. So we can choose to make it mean something negative about ourselves and that we're never going to get there and go into the doom or gloom. Or we can also in that moment, make it mean, actually, you know what? I'm like, like this is, I was expecting this as part of the process is that it's going to be times where I disappoint myself when I feel like I'm failing. That's okay. It's just something like there is no failing. It's only learning. So there's just something here for me to learn and we can look for the the lessons. So um, yeah, I, lo I love this, this, this concept. So plan for today is first of all, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to skip our philosophy today and I want to dive in and talk about our process and focus on the, particularly the, um, the, the T for tracking. So, and I'm going to recap the, what causes weight fluctuations that we did in one of like week three or week four, just because uh, on last week's call, there are quite a few people who are still feeling like, oh, I don't really see a correlation between what I'm doing and the number on the scale. So we'll go through that, recap through that. And I've got a bit of news to share. Then we'll do a quick recap of last week's lesson around positive restriction. And then we're going to talk about this idea of how to navigate derailments and actually recap, um, no, talk, yeah, talk about how to navigate derailments so that we can get, when they do happen, they don't cause us to dera be derailed for longer than, than, than we need to. And then we'll, um, then we'll open up to coaching if anyone needs coaching, but it looks like it might be just you and me, Melissa. Uh, so, which we can coach, coach if we need to. Uh, yeah, so with our process, there's four parts to our process. So remember it, L-I-T-E. And the, um, the T, so L for listening to our, our bodies and listening to what we really need. I for making intentional choices. And then the T for tracking and the habit that goes along with the tracking is weighing ourselves every day. And I think tracking can be such a helpful tool. And I was actually talking to someone who, uh, had, who's in the staying naturally healthy group yesterday. And she was saying that at the beginning, like, so she'd been, she's been part of the naturally healthy club for 12 months now before she started, she was like, I am never going to like weigh myself. It's going to suck. I don't want to do it. Like had all these negative thoughts about it. And she's like, wow, Jules, she's like, it's so mad. Now I actually, like, I can see it as a tool. I see it as a, as data and I actually miss it when I don't do it. So, so just a, rem a reminder before we start talking about what causes weight fluctuations is that if weighing yourself is feeling hard it's or feeling like it's punishment it's not meant to be an exercise in making you feel bad it's meant to be something that supports you so if you are feeling that it's hard 
then what we want to do is just look at the thoughts that you're having around it. And I'm totally, we'd love to coach you on it. So just a reminder, like reach out for coaching. If you are in that place where you aren't able to just see it as data, where you are, where it is causing you to feel good or bad, then like, of course, that like, you know, a little bit of like, yeah, like there's still times where I'd like, it's up, then I feel bad. Like it's a little bit of like, oh, and then it's a little bit disappointed. And if it's down, I feel a little bit yay, but it's not like, I feel that in the moment, but then it doesn't ruin my day. I'm not like thinking about it for the whole day. So we want it to feel pretty neutral and um, yeah. And just, but also I think when we, so it's our thoughts that we have around, uh, around this weighing ourselves and then the results that we get that really determine how we feel. So if you aren't feeling good, it's not necessarily that we that we need to change, stop weighing what we want to do is just look at the thoughts that you're thinking about it. And I think the more understanding you have around the things that can contribute to the number and the more that it does, it feels like you feel empowered around it rather than it being this mysterious thing that is you know, beyond your control and feeling disempowered, then the, the more helpful a tool it is. So what are the things that cause that could cause cause weight to fluctuate up and down? So I'll these these are in circle in the bonus section, but I'll just paste them into the chat. So you've got them in front of you. That's some people will learn better when you're reading. But yeah, if you're watching the replay, I will place place the or listening to the replay, I will paste these with the with the replay, but you can also find them in circle. It's called like things that cause weight to fluctuate up <laughs> or what causes weight fluctuations. So the things that cause weight to fluctuate up are eating more than enough, like so eating more than our body's need to be satisfied, eating more than enough and eating more than enough. So the first three things, it's those because that is the, the number one thing. It's like the quantity of food that we're eating. And then fourth one is grazing. And the reason why grazing can cause weight to fluctuate up is because it makes it harder to listen to your body and eat the appropriate amount of food. And it's so easy when you're grazing throughout the day to put away a lot of food, like to eat a lot of food without it feeling like you've had that experience of overeating. So this is key. It's like, that's why we want to go move away from random grazing and be like, have our proper meals and have, be intentional with our snacking so that we don't fall into this grazing trap. So, because the weight can be up the next day, and you're like, "Oh, but I didn't really eat that much." But, but actually, what you, if we if we did have a, a camera following following you around, what you would what you actually ate was more. But your perception of what you ate isn't that much, and so that can cause that disconnect. So, just remember to check in. Okay, oh, was I grazing yesterday? And oftentimes, the answer will be yes. Um, another thing that can cause weight to fluctuate up is constipation. So that's for two reasons first of all you just physically have more mass in your digestive system when you're constipated and the other thing is that when our when we when our, the transit time is slow through our digestive system we're actually absorbing so we're absorbing more of the nutrients that we eat and really it's not what goes in out to our mouth that really causes the weight to be up and down it's what gets into our cells and into our bloodstream so if you if you are blocked up, then that can has that that those those two things. And actually, it was great. So last week I'd actually coached uh, 
on the early call coached a dean who was having some problems in that area and she like I advised her to experiment with adding magnesium in as a supplement and she was on the call today and she was like it's amazing like she's like she's like it works so well so if you are ever like if you if this is something that you struggle for and there's been so many people I've worked with that have had this problem and then by starting to supplement with magnesium it's 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 relieved that's that symptom so um, definitely uh, experiment with magnesium if that's something that's coming up for you and so yeah constipation causes weight to fluctuate up next one on the list is salt and the reason for this is just when we have high salt foods that we retain more water it's just how our bodies are designed so that's why often like for me soy sauce if I have Japanese uh, or something with a lot of soy like salt then that like I see that like and I'll be like oh really I didn't like the number will be higher than I expected and then I'll be like oh yeah that's right it was like you know I had Japanese for dinner last night so um, that 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 can be tricky uh, next one is the high carb foods and the reason for this is that when we store carbohydrate in our glycogen stores which is our short-term carbohydrate store stores we only store a certain amount in there then um then to store the, the glucose as glycogen, it's actually we need one gram of glucose, so one gram of carbohydrate gets stored with four grams of water. So it's like four, like, so you're storing, yes, you're, st you're actually storing one gram of carbs, so you ate that much carbs, but the, this extra water gets stored and that's called water weight. And so this though only happens if you are, if you so if you normally eat fairly low carb and then you have a carby meal or a carby day, then you'll see that. But if you're all if you're current if you constantly are having carbohydrate, then your glycogen stores would all, always be be filled up, and so you wouldn't see that big that big spike. Um, next one is high fat foods, and the reason that they can cause the weight to be higher than we expect is because it's. Because they're um, so nutrient energy dense, it's you don't get that feeling of fullness. So I noticed this if I have like you know we had uh, pork shoulder the other day, which is so good, and had like it had a lot of fat with it, and I wasn't I didn't feel in the moment like I'd really overeaten, but my weight was up a fair bit the next day, and it, you know it was definitely because the actual amount of calories I had eaten was was higher. Um, and the thing to remember with like salt and fat and high carb, just because they cause your weight to, to fluctuate up, that doesn't mean that they're bad and that you should never have them, right? It's just to, um, we would still, because they are delicious. So what we want to do is just like be intentional around our quantities with these types of things. And also when we do have them, just remind, just remembering, oh yeah, I am going to see an increase on the scale tomorrow. And that's okay. Like we, we're not expecting the scale to be flat or to be going down all the time. And sometimes it's worth it to have these things, include them in our lives and to have that little bit of a spike. And it's not a big deal. Like this is just part of the ebbs and flows of being naturally healthy. Um, so yeah, can't stress out enough. Like the, this doesn't make those types of foods bad. Number eight is uh, heavy weight sessions. I personally don't see this, but I probably don't work out that enough to, to see it. But I, it is in the literature and I have worked with people who've experienced this, that if you are lifting a lot of weights, that the next day your weight can be up higher. And it's to do with like muscle and water storage in the muscle. Uh, and then the number 10, number 10, the last one on the list there is 
pre-period water retention. So if you have like with hormonal fluctuations and some people see this more than others, just depending on your, how your hormones go, uh, that that can be a huge, uh, yeah, like that you can notice that like just before your period or during your period that you can see that that spike coming from that water retention. So that's the things that cause it up, things that cause it to deflate, to fluctuate down. Uh, of course, the opposite of those. So listening to your body, having proper meals because then you can you're more likely to tune into your body and being intentional with your snacks. Diarrhea, of course, the opposite of constipation. For those reasons, like you're like you you physically have less mass in that digestive tract, and then also like if you've got direct diarrhea, you're not absorbing the nutrients. So like, that's completely part of it. Uh, what else? We've got high protein foods. So, the, and they can help weight fluctuate down because they're so satisfying. So you naturally end up like it, it helps you to eat less and to tune into your body. If you're, if you're having a lot of protein, um, high fiber food for this, and they help weight to fluctuate down because you'll get that physical feeling that bulk feel physical feeling of fullness and so you're less likely to eat more if you're if you're having a lot of fiber um, because you get that phys physical feeling dehydration so that can cause weight to fluctuate down if you haven't had enough to drink the previous day and then alcohol is a tricky one or a funny one it's for some people it can cause weight to fluctuate down and for some people it can cause weight to fluctuate up and so with alcohol it dehydrates you so that can have a huge impact depending on how much you've had to drink and then it also slightly improves your insulin sensitivity so when you have alcohol with a meal it actually uh, improves like the how you how you store it how you're storing whatever and so oftentimes I, I notice this if I have alcohol with a meal that even if I eat a fair bit like the next day the weight won't be up as high as I expect as you would expect and that's because like I'm I've dehydrated uh with from the alcohol so that's often my experience is that like like my weight isn't like it's actually fluctuating less than I would expect because of that dehydration factor but then some people know have this like have a thought that if I eat, have alcohol, then my weight, they always expect their weight to be higher. And that tends to be, yes, you, so you've got the dehydration, but then you're either rehydrating to counterbalance that. Or often the other factor that comes into play with alcohol is how it imp impacts our, our judgment. So we're more likely to you know, eat more than we need when we've had a few drinks. And so that can often be, you have a few drinks, the weight goes up because of that, how much you've eaten, not because of the alcohol itself. So there, all the things can cause weight to go up and down. Um, and yes, there are other factors that impact the longer term trends. So things like sleep, activity levels, stress, uh, insulin resistance, um, they impact like the longer term trends because they all have an impact on our appetite. Uh, but I don't, they, they, don't, they don't necessarily cause these, like any, any of those things don't necessarily cause that day-to-day -day fluctuation. Like the main causes of those are these, these th 10 things that we've, we've just gone through. And uh, I shared on the morning call like Veronica's chart. So I'll just quickly do that again, just so you can see. Um, I can, actually I need to open it first. And then share the screen, controls, you can do this. Okay. 
Firefox. Great. Okay, amazing. So Melissa, can you see a chart there? Yeah, amazing. And so like, as you can see, like on Veronica's journey, like if you look at the individual points, there's, there's lots of ups and downs, which is like totally normal. But then you can see like for that period, like her overall trend was was down. But if you look at, um, yeah, any one week, I think they're, they're, that's each by week, like, you know, there's a lot of different things. And, and it, even if her overall trend was stable, like in her, she wasn't losing weight during this period. So if you look at my, I haven't shared it, but if you had look at like my weight stable, but I still have these, all these little ups and downs. And this is just a normal part of how you expect it to be. Like you never expect it to be completely flat, completely the same all the time. Like this, this plus or minus, you know, you know, two pounds so a kilo is is really normal um so yeah like that's that's what's where we like that's where we expect it to be is i think that's it's and it's helpful to set that expectation because how we feel really comes down to the thoughts that we're thinking and our, our thoughts come from our like us thinking expect, expectations and you just want to be like onto yourself and just notice like if you are feeling that disappointment just notice the thoughts that come up and one of this like there's a few sneaky thoughts can be like you know it doesn't make sense but I did everything right <laughs> um yeah but I was being so good and like so when we think that it's like yeah have some self-compassion like be compassionate around oh yeah of course this is disappointing because I thought I was uh, you know, thought I, I, I thought I had been intentional and I'm like, it's, this, this, this isn't the result I was expecting. Uh, and also just go, oh, but actually, you know, when I, and oftentimes if my initial thought is, oh, this isn't fair, like it shouldn't be up. Then when I get honest with myself, I'm like, oh, actually, when I was cleaning up the kitchen, I was picking at all those things. And, you know, often for me, it's the cream. And you, you guys know my cream, cream habit often like, oh, yeah, the cream will have come now. <laughs> so like if, if I'm like I had that initial disappointment and that initial like, oh, I did everything so perfectly. And then when I actually get real with myself, it's like, oh, yeah, actually, I can see that. Or, oh, yeah, that's right. We you know, I had all that salt or it was the you know, my pulled my pull pork, which is amazing. Um, so yeah, yeah, being like, just notice if that comes up. And if you're thinking like, uh, like, I, I just, I don't understand, like, that's okay, of course, like, again, being self-compassionate and then going, yeah, okay, this doesn't make sense, but could, is there something that could be? And maybe if you're wanting to get better at this skill of like this information being helpful, like actually printing out and having that list near the scale of referring to it can help you go through that checklist of like, oh, actually, was I grazing or was it, could it be salt or, you know, how's my gut health? Like that's usually the, the first thing I check in was like actually, you know, how that, how that, that side of things is going. Um, and the other sneaky thought that can come up is, that you really want to be on the watch out for is like, I can't eat pizza or I can't eat sushi or I can't eat ice cream or whatever it is if I want to lose weight. And that's a really unhelpful thought. So what we want to do instead is just remind ourselves that, okay, I can't eat a lot of ice cream. I can't eat a lot of sushi. I can't eat a lot of pizza. Like the quantity really matters. So don't rule out food groups and think you have to avoid particular foods. If you really love them in order to lose weight, you just need to be more 
intentional with the serving sizes of those foods to, to lose weight. And also that sometimes there some days it's worth it to have those foods and have that little spike in weight, knowing that it's going to come back down. Like we don't, it, it's not all about always the trend being down, down, down. Um, yeah. So, and we want to just approach it with, from that curiosity, not to condemnation. So like telling, okay, okay. Rather than like, oh, you're using it as like this story of I'm always going to fail and I'm never not making any progress and feeling, beating yourself up and feeling bad, just going, oh, okay, well, what can I learn from this? And just choosing, like just seeing that. And if you're struggling with to find the lesson, like you can always ask, reach out for coaching and let me know because I can, like, you know, I've got a lot of more experience with with um, with doing this on, on myself and other people. So, so that is weighing ourselves in in a nutshell. Uh, let's move on and talk about news. So, post of the week prize this week went to Jennifer, who'd shared wins for the week. My tiny win for the week was my continued tracking, including weighing myself. My other tiny win was thinking ahead prior to meeting some friends for dinner. The restaurant that we um, that was chosen was BYOB, bring your own bottle, making drinking less expensive and maybe 10 here, lending itself to overindulging. So I decided on my meal ahead of time and had a, and a plan. Um, I bought a bottle of wine and also flavoured salsa. I cho- chose to drink the salsa before dinner and then had wine with dinner. I kept my meal portion small and paced myself. So celebrating Jennifer for, for like having an amazing intentional meal. Um, okay. And then in other news, in terms of what's next, I so put this all in the, um, in the email. So if you haven't seen that, so there's some new things coming to the Naturally Healthy Club. Uh, so and this, so the February group, we're finished wrapping up. We've got two more calls at the end of the month. We'll be switching over to the new group. And so if you're ready to complete, you need to let me know that you're ready to complete your map time. And if you want to continue on with the staying naturally healthy club, you need to let me know that as well. And I'm bringing some new things into the group for the next group. So if you decide to stay, you'll get everything that you're currently getting. Um, I'm going to be doing some uh some like recording some like calling them like kind of toolbox trainings so these will be like little like 10 minute 15 minute training videos that are on a specific topic so at the moment if you want to go back and reference anything you have to go through the whole hour call the weekly calls so it'll be like i'll be pulling out that information so that you can go oh okay i've got a problem with you know, feeling like I'm self-sabotaging, then I can go to the self-sabotage lesson, or I feel like I'm like I've got a nighttime snacking problem, then I can go to this nighttime snacking lesson so that you have those tools, or I'm not feeling good about weighing myself, then you can go to the uh, the the weighing yourself lesson. So we'll, I'll have those as an extra resource just to support you so that you can, if you need help with something, you can kind of just go and grab what you need and get it quickly. And the other thing that I'm going to be introducing for the new group is a, um, it's going to be called the No Wagons to Fall Off Accountability System. And I haven't really nutted out exactly how that will work. It will be optional, but it will have some sort of check-in component to, um, to the work that we're doing. So if you want to opt in to having some more accountability, that will be available to you in the Staying Naturally Healthy group as well. And then I've got bonus classes that I've already there's a heap that I've already completed for the current group um, on, on pre, in in the past, and I'm doing a new one around hormones in March. And I also have, if you haven't, uh, I'll paste this with the replay as well. But I've also got a little survey running 
to help me choose what other bonuses. So we'll be having like a bonus lesson each month moving forward for this staying naturally healthy group. And so that can be anything from, you know, on all it's, it's all things that I have changed my relationship with. So time, I did some work with a marriage coach, all those sorts of things. And the other thing, new thing that's coming with uh, the new group is actually I'm bringing the secret society of intentional booze hounds into the staying naturally healthy group. So if I will be having one call a month, just focused on changing relationship with alcohol. So if that's something that you want to do, uh, then you'll be able to do that as part of the staying naturally healthy, healthy group. Um, yes. And so that's, yeah, so heaps of fun new things coming. And also I'm opening up uh, applications this week for the new group. So if there's someone in your life that you, is struggling currently with food and that would like to get to this place of being more calm and easy and feeling better in their bodies, like just send them a link to the invitation page. So it's just send them to Stone Soup and they can find out more there. Okay, amazing. So let's now talk about navigating derailments and, oh, actually, no, let's recap positive restriction. So we spoke last week about different types of restriction and that there's a difference between restricting in a negative way and a positive way. And that positive restriction, really, it's just a way of us being intentional. So on the outside, yes, we are having boundaries around quantity or certain types of food but it feels really good on the inside. And the difference between negative restriction and positive restriction is that positive restriction feels good. It helps us be intentional. It helps us uh, you know, navigate and find boundaries, whereas negative restriction makes us feel deprived and causes us to overeat, overeat or to like it has a net negative consequence. Uh, and so that was our lesson from last week. And it is like that really like, having boundaries around indulgences allows us to have this best of both worlds where we get the enjoyment without all the negatives. And so that what we're doing here in the Naturally Healthy Club of having a daily practice and thinking through and setting intentions is, is the way that we navigate and find that balance and how that's like how good and great it is that we have this, this option, this third option where we don't have to be in restriction land. We don't have to be in like overly permissive land. Like we can find this, this, this third, like third land where we, 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 we are naturally healthy, where we include things in our lives, but it doesn't, it doesn't outbalance things. Okay, so that was last week's lesson. Um, did anyone have any thoughts? Did any questions come up, or did any like anything that you wanted to check in with from last week's lesson? Or we're feeling like, no, oh, it's good, amazing. Thanks, Melissa. Okay, so let's talk about how to navigate derailments. And the thing with derailments or like getting going off piste, whatever it's not if it's going to happen, it's a matter of when. And because the thing is that particularly if we're, when we're working in a group like this over a long period of time, like six months is a long time, life happens to everyone. Like there are always things that come up. And, and so rather than just waiting for it to come up and then make having a derailment and being this big thing, what we can do instead is be proactive. 
And I think it's really fascinating that you never hear someone say, oh, you know, things that life's been really crazy at the moment and my dental hygiene is like really suffering. Like people still brush their teeth regardless of what's going on in their life. They're busy at work or they've got a health crisis or someone's sick or, you know, they're whatever. Like when stuff comes up, we we do have these minimum habits that we keep going no matter what. And the cool, the crazy thing with brushing, your teeth brushing example is that like, you can not brush your teeth for six months and it's not like your teeth are going to start falling, <laughs> falling out. So, but we still do do that. And so what we want to do for our naturally healthy habits is actually decide ahead of time, like what are our minimum requirements? So what are the, the minimum requirement habits? So what are the things apart from brushing our teeth that we're going to commit to doing for ourselves even when life is hard, even when we are struggling. So uh, it's like, and it's like having this, this baseline, this minimum requirement that makes all the difference. And so options that you could, that you might like to play around with for your minimum requirement habits, are actually, you know, of course, from our process. So weighing yourself every day. So just committing to that one thing so that no matter what's happening, then I'm going to just keep weighing myself is a great baseline habit just to keep on track uh, without it like spiraling into whatever. So that's definitely for me, that's a, that's a total baseline habit. I will continue to do that. Like I can't see myself ever stopping doing that, doing that for the rest of my life because having that data is so helpful. Next that you, then another one that I have, as my minimum requirement habit is my daily practice where I just spend those, you know, not even a minute sometimes thinking through my day of like, okay. And particularly, I find this really helpful. Like this time last year, my dad was in hospital and he was, he was quite ill. And so like my schedule was all over the place and I still kept up my daily practice so that I could think plan through my day and think, okay, well, I'm going to be here and here. And when am I going to fit in lunch? And when am I like, how am I going to navigate dinner? And that just kept me on track because I like just took those few few minutes to do, to, to think about, give myself that gift of having a plan for myself. So I would invite you to have, again, as your minute, it's, but it's really up to you, like what would feel good to you, but have that as another minimum requirement of like, okay, whatever happens, I'm still going to just check in and like think through my day. And maybe you might not write it down. Maybe your minimum requirement would be you'll do it mentally, but doing it mentally is better than not doing it at all. Uh, so another option for your minimum requirement might be like sticking to having, like sticking to your regular meal schedule and snack schedule. So rather than letting it divulge into like random grazing giving yourself that gift of okay I'm going to prioritize still having meals or it might be that you decide that your minimum requirement will be that you're going to like listen to your body in the moments when you are eating and leave bites behind when you're feel satisfied or you might have your minimum requirement as I'm going to be just still be intentional with my serving sizes and that might be all you do so it doesn't really matter so much what your minimum requirement is just so long as you've got something to keep you going to keep the naturally healthy habits alive and that it feels good to you is is really it so i would recommend at the very least that you set that intention now like next time life's starting to get a bit crazy 
just reminding myself, no, my minimum requirement is I'm going to keep weighing myself and keep doing that. And it's mad. Like that can be so powerful for avoiding, you know, a lot of weight gain because what happens often is during stressful times is that we go into like just eating random randomly and we gain a lot of weight. And there's a, so Warren Buffett, the famous investor, he has a saying around investing is in that, you know, the first rule of investing is to don't lose money. (laughs) And I think in terms of staying naturally healthy, like if we can have that as a, a guideline of like, if we can avoid gaining weight, then that just makes life so much easier to, or if we are gaining weight to minimize weight gain, avoid it as much as possible, that just helps staying naturally healthy. So makes it so much easier to stay naturally healthy. And so by just keeping that track of like, oh yeah, like that mental of like, yeah, like how checking in every day is like enough to change behavior. And I was looking at some research recently that was, was done by a gym and they, I think they did it re- retroactively where they um, asked people after, like they, because people were weighed before the holidays. So it was like over a six week period. They were weighed before the holidays and then weighed beginning of January. And they looked at the, the data and the people who had, and they asked them whether they continued to weigh themselves every day. And the people who had continued to weigh themselves every day had not gained weight over that over the holiday period whereas the people who hadn't weighed themselves they just had gone with whatever they i think on average had gained like four or five pounds over the holiday season so it is like that one habit is enough to prevent a lot of like weight gain during the whole during the holidays and or derailment time and you know whatever your personal derailment can be uh and then my bonus tips for you around this are like self-compassion and like just when you are going through hard times just to remember like of course this feels hard and to speak to yourself kindly and then the other bonus tip around this is like if you forget and you're going through a hard time you can choose again in any moment so just whenever you notice oh actually I'm really struggling all the wheels are falling off like nothing you know like you're in that place just go all right okay just because I'm in this place doesn't mean I need to continue here. I can choose again now. And I choose again to, okay, yeah, that's right. My minimum requirement was I was going to weigh myself every day. So I'm going to get back to weighing myself every day. I can do that. It takes a few seconds. I can do it and just keep going, keep going in that way. Okay. So how's Melissa, Nitra, how are you guys feeling about this idea of minimum requirement habits? Um, yeah, I think the weighing every day is doable. Um, life got pretty crazy for me this past month that I didn't stop weighing every day. I may have forgotten a couple of days, but it's yeah, like, of course, it's right next to my sink and I just do it first thing in the morning. And so, um, cause I want to, I want to think to myself, oh, and I'll keep like, you know, stopping eating when I'm full and, you know, but that, that seems like more of a stretch, but weighing every day seems completely doable amazing and that's what we want it like your minimum requirement habit should be like yep i easy for me to do that i can commit to that like yeah for sure yeah amazing and um do you have a a win for the week this week melissa oh you posted in the group do you want to share yeah (laughs) i i feel so silly being like 
I used real sugar. <laughs> yeah, no, that's not silly at all. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, and it's like the leftovers, I bake like this big thing and the leftovers are in the fridge and I don't really care. Like that's, and so that's also- That's a win in itself, yeah. Yeah, so, um, you know, for whatever reason, this past few days, it's the- stopping when I'm full and they're saying like, oh, geez, like I actually don't feel very good when I eat too much. Um, and I don't want to do that anymore. Uh, it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's slowly working its way into my brain. So, yeah, yeah. And you get building that evidence of actually this doesn't feel good and I don't necessarily want to do it. Great. So you're noticing the change of like in the moment. Yeah. I definitely am. And uh, I think it's just, it's like my old habits, you know, they took 40 years to come about. So my new ones, it's just takes time to, to change. And, um, you know, it takes time for my brain to think like, oh, I don't need to buy as many groceries because I'm not eating as much. I don't need to cook as much food because I'm not eating as much. And it seems like it can't be all that much, but it is. So, um, yeah, it's uh, so like when I'm cooking, it it's uh, taking me a little it's it's taken me months to like be like, oh, I don't need to cook that much, you know, or I don't need to prepare that much right now. Right. But, but you're feeling like it's that's seeping in and that's becoming the new normal is like, oh, actually, this is my this will be enough for me today. I do. And I that's why I want to just keep going um, for the next month or two, at least to just like, I just feel like these habits need to just percolate into my brain and it's just taken a while and it's, I want it just to keep going. So. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Wow. Melissa, I'm like so impressed with the sugar and like, like both of those wins are huge. Like, yeah. Like, cause like it's a highly addictive substance. Like, so the fact that you can do that and it's not speaking to you, like you've got these leftovers in the fridge, like, so good hey and seeing yeah. that on your journey of oh yeah like so I can keep maple syrup and now I can bake with brown sugar and like sure the ice cream will be in the future but it's like it, it and it is really interesting to notice how it's not just all sugar like different types of sugar like will speak to you in different ways so yeah and I just from you know listening to you and listening to others in the group it's um you know, sussing out that, uh, okay, well, well, you know, why do I, why do I do that? And like, what does that mean to me? And what, what, what problem am I trying to solve by, you know, like how how can I solve that in a different way? And, um, yeah, so it's, it's, I'm, I'm not fixed, you know, I'm not cured. Um, but, uh, I'm, I don't think that there is such a thing, but, uh, like when you said tonight that we might, um, like life happens and every now, you know, we'll, derail and so I don't expect to not derail but I um you know if I could get a bigger percentage of time that I'm on on the beam like that's that's what I'm going for now yeah yeah exactly I love that that's a really beautiful metaphor isn't it it's like I'm on the balance I've got the balance if I the more time I spend in balance mode the better I'm going to be Right. And you talk about like wobbling on the bike and like, you know, it's just um, all, of, I just needed to hear all of this stuff. <laughs> I need to, I need to hear it sometimes. <laughs> and so it's like, yeah, so great, Melissa. So is there anything that's feeling hard for you at the moment, Melissa, or that you're, 
wanted to Uh, coach on this week? the one thing that I still struggle with is not, um, is like that feeling when you, I know I'm full and I have food left over on my plate. And if I don't think to myself, well, this would be easy to like put in the fridge and eat later like that. I'm, I'm pretty, I, I can do, but if it's not something that's easy to do that with, like it's this, guilt or sadness or like I deserve this or like it's right here I should just you know and uh I have trouble not treating my body like a compost bin and um right so do you think that so it's like so that's really great to know and like really celebrate that when you do feel like I can use this food later and that the food waste piece isn't in, in the equation that you are able to stop because that's like so we kind of that's good to have like that you know that about yourself so really it's like the thing that's making it hard is when that's not true when the when the it's like the potential that I could be wasting food is coming up. Right. Yeah. Um, right now I, I made like pasta and I have it, you know, I have enough, like I made sauce and everything. So I have enough for a few days worth. And like, if that's an easy thing to put in a Tupperware and put in the fridge and like heat up again later. But if it's something that like won't heat up well, or won't keep well, it's my, my brain is, has a lot harder of a time letting saying, it go. Yeah. 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 When I guess like one option could be Melissa is that Although, because there aren't that many foods that that aren't going to be okay to store, so one option could be that you just take that, like, oh, yeah, okay. So when I when I've got something that's not like that's not going to keep, I'm just going to eat it and feel like it's going to be a little bit more than I need. But in the scheme of things, it's no big deal. Like, so you could just approach it from like just actually setting that intention of it. Like, I'm actually going to eat a bit more on those days because. It would feel that feels better than me wasting it. Or the other option is you can approach it from the other way and go and just coach yourself on the food waste and that it's actually my body isn't a compost bin. And like just that thought that if I eat this or it goes into the compost, it's like it's still wet. Like nobody else has access to this. It's already it's already wasted. Or yeah. and but the downside is if I eat it, I'm going to feel uncomfortable later. So, I, and I don't want to feel uncomfortable and actually coaching yourself to tune into that feeling of like, actually, I don't want that discomfort can be enough to outweigh. So you can, yeah. yeah. Which one of those do you think would be potentially more helpful for you? Um, I mean, I think more helpful would just be serving much smaller amounts. <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm still working on like every time I think I've served myself a smaller amount, I find that like, it's still too much. So, um, so I'm still working on that piece. Uh, and I, but I do want to get to the point where I could say, I don't, you know, I'm going to feel gross. So I don't want to, I don't want to do this. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I see, I, I can see like, I have a tendency like uh in other parts of my life like like with money you know like I can be I can be like like very cheap <laughs> right right, right. Like, uh, like no like and I feel like that's the way it is with food it's like no no, no I paid for this like I I've spent the time making this like I don't want to like like it can't just go in the garbage you know uh, or on down the comp down the um 
yeah garbage disposal like and so it's it's like that I know I know that mentality is um, not helpful but like that's it's that voice that's in there so yeah so it's like a, it's like oh I I yeah it's like a, it's, it's it's like it's wasting the ingredient but it's also the money the financial waste yeah and so yeah. I find like the thought that's helpful for me in that situation is just reminding myself I've got the value, like the, the value comes from me being satisfied. And it's if, I, if I'm satisfied, then I've got like me having more doesn't increase the value that I've received from this meal. So I'm wondering if that might be helpful. Yeah, that's an interesting thought. Um, Particularly like if I'm out at a restaurant and there's food, like I find it like my goal, my, my benchmark of have I got my value from the meal is like, did I enjoy it? And do I feel satisfied? And if I've got ticked those, those boxes, the amount of food that's left over is irrelevant. Like the amount of food that's on, not on the table mean like that doesn't mean, so cause me eating it doesn't give me more value because I've already feel satisfied. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I see that. I think it's just going to take like practice again. You know, to- yeah. 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 So, so that's like amazing self-awareness. When I said that, you know that about yourself, like so, so great. Love it. Yeah. 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 I try, I tried really hard to like not shame those voices and be like, I understand. Like you're just, you know, trying to be frugal and like. Yeah. And be sure. a good citizen. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, but, um, but like, this is not good for us, you know, so we're not going to do that. So yeah. Yeah. yeah cool. Cool. Excellent. Oh, keep up the amazing work, Melissa. Like, so good. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> so does that feel good for this week, Melissa? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anitra, can you talk? Are you? Did you want to check in? Sure. And I'm oh, just going to got some camera action. Yay. <laughs> I, I really like what's the bare minimum because I've been doing a lot of reflecting and I thought that A, committing money, B, being totally on board that this is a mental journey plus a habit journey would be enough and it hasn't been. I found myself um, actively avoiding circle, which is pretty stupid, (laughs) but it's a self-sabotage thing. And so I've had to go, well, why am I self-sabotaging when... There's so much resources there and other people are on the same journey and they're sharing and I'm learning from them, I'm learning from you. And it's frankly uncomfortable (laughs) doing that. And I know I'm thinking, oh, my goodness, six months, where on earth has that gone? And I'm actually pre-fitness journey weight I've actually been putting on weight so the positive things I've done this week is put the cookbook cooking on pause and thinking I'll just do one a week because that's all I can cope with instead of you know cooking every second day because that was not healthy for my awareness about food so positive restrictive eating I'm going to enjoy this process but I'm not going to kill myself in the process. You know, not kill myself, but, you know, that's a really yeah, bad make life harder. Make that's life not, harder. a triggering make, word. Make life yeah. harder for yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Apologies for that word, everyone. I just meant. Yeah, um, yeah. 
yeah make sabotage my efforts is the better word yeah, yeah. and um so, so the, does that feel good good and yes. sure that you've made that choice yeah. like that you're being intentional yeah. around so, like yeah i'm setting this boundary for myself so that it feels really good so it comes back to the i am in charge and yeah. i i i is my journey it's not my husband's journey who just quite frankly doesn't get it because he self monitors what he wants like last night it was stinking hot we'd had a really nice dinner and I said I want a lemonade isopole because Brisbane's just horrid at the moment you know it's hot and humid and he said no don't feel like it so I went oh well I could learn from that too you listen to you know there's lots of things happening but life always happens as you say so the bare minimum is necessary yeah right so sorry, sorry me, that was very rambly. No, it's great, Anita. It's so good. Like, I love that you're so honest and you're so, like, real with it. So I think, like, I think, like, let's take a step back, Anita, and I should have started by asking you, like, so so you've got your win of you've decided to um, slow down the time frame of your baking book so that, like, yes. you can feel good about setting that intention. Yes, Yes. Yeah. So next, what else can are you feeling good about? Like what else is working well for you at the moment? I am listening to my tummy more and pre-planning more. Um, Amazing. That's, so two, that, that's two. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm, I'm meeting an old colleague for lunch and I'm about to go and look up the menu and I'm, going out for a work talk tonight and I've already gone right well I've got to drive home so I won't have a drink and there's some leftovers in the fridge I can make myself a salad so I've already planned that if that makes sense yeah amazing amazing so so, and 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 you know that wasn't a oh god I need to do this it was like I'm going to do this because this is what will make my day go more smoothly and that's so the thing me being in charge yeah, so I think I do have a beautiful book and I do enjoy writing in it, but it's in the wrong location. That's what I was thinking about this morning when you said it's got to be seamless, like planting teeth. So I've got to work on where it is and maybe I think I need to just put it at night Well, it just needs to be next to my co- the coffee machine. Right, right. So we're so, linking so that habit of... And do your yes. daily pack, do your plan for the day, set your intention for the day. Yes. Yeah. And and that's part of that, you know, the atomic habits. You've got to make it a link it with something mm-hmm. else. So yeah, and, and I think that's been a stumbling block because if I started with that, I think life would be a little bit easier. Yeah. So this is going to make my life easier to do this. Yeah. Habit. Yeah. So so yes, yeah, so I'm going to continue. And I'm reframing that not because I've failed the last six months. It's because I've been absorbing all these different concepts and tools, but I I need some more time to put them into action and to work out what is uniquely for me. Yes, yes, yeah, I love that thought, Anitra. And I love that you were able to reframe that, like a, rather than seeing it as like a 
because you could your brain could go to I've wasted six months of failing and I want you to tell you tell you a story so there's someone who's in the group last year or the year before Pam and she like had been through six months and like her weight had hadn't changed at all and it was after that that she made that commitment to herself to and she really focused on um like the cutlery down habit but I yes. think, yeah but it was like when she like so she it was almost like she had to go through that six months of like absorbing things and then it clicked and then the weight started to move for her and um I can't remember how much weight she's lost but she's like you know wearing size 16 pants for the first time in 20 years like it's really yeah. had a significant impact on her yeah I think I think it's and and I think this thing for life like yeah. that's already been shared before this is you know, I've spent 50 years doing this, so I, I and I want the next 40 years to be full of joy. Yeah, then this is going to help me do that. This minimum yeah. requirement of my daily practice yeah. is going to do yeah. that. Yeah, so that's yeah. that's how I want to frame it. So it's and it, and I was thinking about this morning before I logged on that most of this is mental. It's all mental. It, I mean, it's because it, 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 mental mental controls how much you put on your plate. And when at the beginning, when you were saying, you know, I ate too much, I put too much on my plate, blah blah blah, and and how do we make that part of our life? And I think I think that's really helpful in watching people in my life who do it automatically. It's also infuriating because they don't get it. You know, my husband says, oh, you just should, yeah. You know, he he makes suggestions that are for him, for helpful, but he just doesn't get it. So that's why I'm here. And so when he says that, those types of suggestions, yeah, just coach yourself in that moment and go, he's just trying to be helpful and just take it for, this is him offering goodwill. I don't need to listen to him. He doesn't need to understand. He's just trying to be, he's showing support in his way and I'll receive that as support. And I've got my own plan. I'm in charge. Because we're always going to get those comments when you refuse an alcoholic drink midweek or you go, actually, could you, you know, give it to me without bread or actually I'm going to have bread and butter today and, you know, yeah, it's all. Yeah, I think like you're just. It's me. I'm in charge. This is what I, and then like that implication there is this is what I want is that's, that's the super thought an to keep coming back to because if you think about your plan for today like you that sounds like a really great day doesn't it yeah yeah I'll, I'll see people I enjoy seeing I'm going to learn something new and get some exercise in because I'm crisscrossing the city and yeah it'll be fun it'll be fun yeah amazing yeah. and like it's going to feel good to be intentional in this way yeah yeah, yeah. so thank you that's okay can we just um? You mentioned something about like avoiding actively avoiding circle because it feels like like pain in there. So what are the thoughts that come up when you think about circle? Oh, it's not circle. It's the self sabotage. Like, okay. And I've I think I've alluded to this before that I don't want to have to work at this. It's like, and then that's I shouldn't have to do this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's not circle. It's the Let's avoid the tools that will help me. And 
I have to, I think that the thing is to go back to learning to drive because learning to read, we, I can't remember, but learning to drive, you can remember the pain and the mastery. And so thinking, not thinking of these as didactic sledgehammers, but benign tools, benign's not the right word, um, And tools isn't the right word. Um, cheerleading to help me because it is cheerleading. Yeah, it is. And so because I didn't want to think about that cheerleading or think about being intentional, I just avoided it. So it was it was a, an avoiding thing. It wasn't circle. I think circle's great. Okay, okay, I think cool. you can put in what you want to do and I really, really like that it's not on Facebook. I think it's really powerful. Yeah. Cool. So that's good. We got so we got it to so your self sabotage thought is I shouldn't have to do this. I shouldn't have to be thinking yeah. about this. Yeah. So yeah. so So I need to own it and be proud about it. Yeah. And I even like, you know, it's worth it for me to be in, to be intentional. Might be the thought that yeah. it's worth it for yeah. me to do this work. And also, yeah. yeah. So So that comes back to self worth and not being the the family garbage bin and all the things, yeah, Nitra, yeah. And and not be the the martyr. Yeah. So can we and and, and, yeah. And and that's part of the, you know, the human garbage ban and throwing things out and, and just saying, I'm worth more than this. Yeah. So do you think um if you add into your daily practice, writing the thought, like two thoughts, I'm in, I'm in charge yeah, and I'm worth it, I'm worth it. Yeah, no, that's, that's, I think that's really good because the uncomfortable stuff, you know, I feel uncomfortable. I know that, but it's actually not enough. So the I'm in charge and I'm worth it is a, it's almost like a power woman. Yeah, and that, that, yeah, that's right. I'm in charge and I'm worth it. And when that thought yeah. comes up, if I shouldn't have to do this, yeah, like I'm worth it. And also remembering that the driving the car metaphor is like, I'm not going to have to always spend so much energy focusing on it. Yes. It's just yes. while I l- learn this skill and while yes. it becomes second nature. And you know that like Melissa, Melissa was talking about, it takes a while to percolate through, like so yeah. just yeah. reminding yourself that, Oh yeah, I am having to use my like focus on this at the moment while I build this skill, but that doesn't mean it's yeah. going to be like this always. I think that can be a nice yeah. thing to yeah. overcome that yeah. self sabotage. So thank you. So, thank you for the coaching. No, great, Anita. And like celebrate, like let yourself feel really good that you're showing up for yourself right now. Even like in the like this is the hardest part is when you've like into the journey and you're not seeing results. So it's like called being in the river of misery my business coach talks about so you've left the old like you've left one that one's shore and you're in this river and it doesn't feel good and you feel like you're not making progress and like but you don't have the familiarity of the old and then you're kind of in this middle ground where you don't also have the success yet to start to feel solid again so did, this is like completely normal to feel like this. It's like we all go through it at some point when we're making any change. And the the more yeah. turbulent and the harder the river of misery, it usually means that that's the 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 more change you're going through. So the more beneficial it's going you're going to it's going to be when you get through that. 
Well, I'll remember that when I get dressed into work clothes and yeah. have, have my. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's okay. We can we can triumph. <laughs> we can triumph. Yeah, that's right. And this is just part of it. Yeah. 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 Thank you. How does that feel in it? Like, do you feel like that? That feels really good. Yeah. yeah. No, that feels good. Thank you. Yeah. And I'm and I'm actually excited about starting it again. If if you know what I mean. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Excellent. Yeah. Oh, well, enjoy your beautiful day today, Anitra. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, and keep up the amazing work. Like you're really you're well, going thank through you it, and it's worth it. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, amazing. Okay, we'll wrap up there, everyone. So have a great week and I'll see you guys same time next week. Bye, Melissa. So good to see you.